Good news, everyone. We're film critics and Geek Show podcast panelists, Jeff Weiss and Jimmy Martin, and we'd like to tell you about our new television show, The Big Movie Mouth Off. Now, The Big Movie Mouth Off is a film review program, edgier than most, that pits us two critics against each other in a critical grudge match to the death as we squabble over the finer points of filmmaking. Or it'll show our softer, more warm and cuddly sides as we agree and live in a utopian state of well-being. You know, either way, you'll hear everything you'd want to know about the latest theatrical movies and the occasional DVD and Blu-ray releases. So, before you have the bright idea to spend any form of currency on the latest M. Night Shyamalan disaster, or if you're just debating whether that latest comic book adaptation is worth your hard-earned cash, check out the Big Movie Mouth Off for our expert, albeit cynical, advice. This delectable digital delight can be found on Comcast On Demand in the Utah local section or wherever beta tapes and later discs are sold. You know, I really need to update my video library. Also, be sure to friend the Big Movie Mouth Off on Facebook for your chance to win free swag, pass it to the press screening that will be attended by yours truly. And we promise to keep the bickering to a minimum while inside the theater. I promise nothing. Hi, this is Carrie, and of course, uh, the reason that we have this podcast is because of fine sponsors like our brand new sponsor, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Go to their website and give them some love. Here's the thing. They are serious collectors, all right? Authorized dealers of all the products that they sell. Been in business since 2003, so you can trust them. They primarily deal in these limited edition collectibles. We're talking like movie replicas, statues, busts. One-of-a-kind pieces of art. Uh, new products coming in all the time. They want to be your stop on the Internet for all of your collectibles. Now, the reason you should trust them, they are collectors themselves. They understand your obsession. They understand your value of trust, especially when you're dealing with high-end products like these. Uh, so they know what it's like to suffer the pains of subpar customer service. So they handle each order personally. They take each order seriously. You've got all kinds of prop replicas on this website. It's terrific, including replica costumes. And I'm not talking those ones you see at Target. These are really, really nice, accurate movie collectibles. So go see them. Give them some love from Geek Show. Tell them Geek Show says, hey, secretcompasscollectibles.com. All one word, secretcompasscollectibles.com. The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. I just cherry tussled is what I did. <laughs> I would do a Michael Jackson thing. But I woke up in the next room. We're going to get you. It's a wood. What the hell is that? Punch. There was a fudgery here in Salt Lake City. Yes, if only I had time for a shower. I'm Jeff Bice, the comics curmudgeon, and you can't do that. We're going to T-ball it every week. There's a tough midget. I love looking at Halle Berry, but I want her to gain the weight. Up. Don't look at it. Don't look at the end, goddammit. Okay. okay, Mr. B, I stopped listening. Geekshowpodcast.com we are not in the basement. No, but it's cold. What? It's very bright. <laughs> it's it's as cold as the, it's the cement floors. It is. It's the nice cement floors. Mm-hmm. We're at No Brow Coffee in Salt Lake. Yeah. And the address is uh, three 315 East 300 South. Let me write that down. For, former home of Craft Sabbath. Mm-hmm. This, this is where my, uh, my craft business got started. Aww. If you're not familiar with what a coffee shop is, yes, it's like a... Um, like a daytime bar or something? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually been it's, to one of these. It's kind of like that, yeah. It's kinda where you get like energy that. drinks that don't come in little red bottles. Oh, okay. <laughs> you make the nighttime bar stuff go away. 
I'm just <laughs> daytime bar, nighttime oh, bar. Oh my god, what a great slogan for a coffee shop. <laughs> we make the nighttime bar stuff go away. <laughs> All right, uh, let's uh, let's get this guy uh, underway, and then we can get started. Uh, we want to thank our uh, sponsors: uh, PC Laptops, uh, Lifetime Desktop Parts and Labor Warranty. Dan, the Laptop Man, I'm concerned that he will soon take over the world. Luckily, he's using his forces for good. Mm-hmm. He's nice. It's his matrix. We're all playing in it. It's exactly. <laughs> uh, Doctor Volt's Comet Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South, and uh, I I think they're still doing the back, uh, uh, the old uh, issues. They're, sale. Bla- they're blasting out the back issues. I think they're still doing that. <laughs> I was so. doing that all night last night. You were. Uh, oh god. Oh no, that's terrible. Sorry, folks. We uh, that's you can't hear that, but our headphones are are not working well. So let's see what happens That's if we all right. do that. All right. Oh, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll I'll, just, I'll just keep my hand by the power switch. We'll just so occasionally do that, flip it yeah. on, flip it that off. Is and all so that is so weird. Uh, <laughs> as long as it's not on the podcast yeah, itself. It that's, should be fine. That's all I, I care about. I can cut about it out either way. Because we're okay with... Uh, it just it adds another thing for me to figure out today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> not, not me. It makes me feel like people have lined us up against the wall. Indeed. Anyway, yeah. So so there's that. And I want to thank Xfinity, Utah On Demand, Salt Lake Alternative Geek show that's how you watch us on tv it gave us yet another it's a step another in the level <laughs> another level um but it it looks really good finally it, for a change it's it's uh, uh there's there's a, a blueberry thing there's uh, mm-hmm. uh david hazelhoff on fire for <laughs> yeah? you there's there's <laughs> graphics is what i'm saying mm-hmm. there's pictures it, on a TV show, which is a novel that's idea. That's weird. Brian took it to the next level and he then did. kept on going through five levels above that. So Indeed. what you're saying is getting rid of that one influence may have been a good thing. Yes. Things in the new year for the video side of the podcast are, are um, looking definitely. I know getting rid of that influence in my life last year worked out pretty damn Indeed. good. Indeed. <laughs> uh, so uh, th- so thank you to, uh, to, to, to those folks. Uh, text the word geek to 53318. You get updates from Tony. Yeah. Uh, join us on our Facebook. Join us on our Twitter. And uh, we'll let you know what's going on. Also, uh, thank you to the Beam Me Up Scotties for... <clears throat> I got your cold. I don't have the, a cold, dude. For, for the theme song they are playing on the... Uh, 21st of January at the basement on twenty on 24th Street in Ogden. The basement, not your the basement. How come they're not ever playing in Salt Lake? Because uh, they're from Logan. They're from Logan, actually. So it's probably so a ways for them. Why don't they move away. to a better place? So uh, <laughs> I went to school there. Shut the fuck up. Uh, the Beam Me Up Scotties. <laughs> Logan does them. have the best Dairy Queen. And yell at them uh, to do the Geek Show thing. They do. All right. Can uh, I make an announcement before we... Well, we're, we're going to introduce the panel. You want to start with you? Yeah, of course. All right. <laughs> Shannon, first person on the panel. I'm on the scissorp today. Let's see. Let's see what you got here. We got some. Uh, this is your. Uh, this is your uh, prescription uh, medication. Yeah. It's prescribed robotestin. <clears throat> Those of you are, that are in Utah, you know how crappy the air is. Cherry Those of you who are not here uh, should be glad. We, we're like always in the top five. Yeah, it's Ooh. chock full of codeine, it's bro. It's chock full of codeine. Yeah, yeah. And codeine, and uh, you're going to be passing this out, right? No, it's mine. Pass it out. Why do you have the shot needle? Why is the shot needle there? He's actually they injecting gave it to me. I like to. <laughs> I like to squirt it in my mouth. Yeah, so so he can be like a little baby bird. I'm a baby. <laughs> so I'm confused by the lights. Yes. And the sounds in my ears. Mm-hmm. And the cars driving by outside. And the funny feeling in his pants. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's that's been that way since he was 14. That's true. <laughs> so I'm just gonna. I keep hitting it. It keeps staying there. So <laughs> It well, my voice away. sounds <laughs> go away. My voice sounds terrible, doesn't it? Uh, a little bit, yeah. a little off. Not terrible. It's not too bad. Yeah, it's not Norman uh, Feld bad. I'm I'm fighting that too. It is the bad air, I believe. 
Fuck you, Utah Air. Yeah. Take Jimmy that. Martin, Slug Magazine. Go to slugmag.com. Hello. And uh, say hi to Jimmy. Say hi. Jeff Weiss, film critic to the world. Mm-hmm. Also known as Darth Weiss. Darth Weiss. <laughs> yes, because of his breathing, because of the bad air, too. Uh, yeah. I like uh, it. I like uh, it. Jimmy and I co-host a program also on Xfinity <laughs> called, called The Big Movie Mouth Off, which you can also find Xfinity... Uh, Utah it's just on demand, Utah on demand SL, SL alternative. SL alternative, big movie mouth off. Yeah, our, our best and worst program is going to be up shortly. Best and worst of the year? Yeah, oh, of, cool. tw- of 2010. If, if we did a 2011 list, it would be blessedly, blessedly short. <laughs> and I'm thanks to everybody saying. for coming out to the Green Hornet screening that we had that was... Oh, that we, that we did with Geek Show. Yeah, Geek yeah. Show and uh, Big we, Movie. We want to get uh, get you guys uh, to review that for us. Sure. Uh, coming up. Uh, Lee George Cade. Hi, kids. Artist extraordinaire. Yeah, tired artist extraordinaire, but uh, the air isn't affecting me at all. I grew up in Southern California, San Fernando Valley uh, big in game. the 70s, so I'm used to chewing my air. In the 70s? In the 70s, mm. you know, when, when you couldn't see the streets in front of you because Soupy. they didn't have the uh, emissions controls that they have now in Southern California. But still, it's nice that uh, people in Utah care so much for their humongous families that they won't do anything to regulate the air quality. Oh, that's, no. you know, the last well, thing we need. We don't need to save the earthly. No, that's true, because that's what Heavenly Father's there for. No, because it's going to be gone soon. (sighs) I don't believe that. We'll be getting our own planet. The earth will be here for a long, long time. The rest of us will probably be gone. Well, the the good people will be gone on their own planet, so... (laughs) Oh, 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 you mean in 2012 when the, yeah, the hollow year. crust of the well, earth opens up and all the people fall into it? That's We're fine. You know what? If you want Grimleys of the hollow crust opening up, just uh, send us an email. Ooh. I would like that very Ooh. much, actually. Ooh, by the way, Lee George Cape, Planet of the Apes Grimleys. Yeah, you know, I've been trying to talk the wife into that now for a couple of months, uh, among other things, you know. So, uh, Planet of the Apes, Grimley's, sex, either one. Just, just <laughs> looks at me like I'm some sort of alien. You choose one or the other, buddy. Yeah. One or the yeah. other. Yeah, Dr. Zayas or... But, um, Your so, website? Yeah, we'll Spell it? Get, uh, G-R-I-M-M-L-E-I-G-H-S dot com. I got a commission for you, too. <laughs> really? Yeah. I uh, want the whole cast of The Desperate Housewives. You know, I, I, oh yeah, I was going to do the cast of Desperate Houseplants, but it's a whole other thing. Gary <laughs> Jackson. Oh well, our designated driver and producer, uh, Two Tall Tony. Triple T. What's up? Uh, the, I always skip the, the producer. Utah's biggest Green Hornet, uh, Green Lantern, Lantern fan, sir. and by biggest I mean is tallest. He's tall. Uh, so <laughs> and Gary Jackson. Oh hi, how you doing? Uh, huh. Good to see you. I did uh, it in the right right order. X ninety six dot com Monday through Friday six to ten. That's all I care about. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Was show, you assholes. That's, hey, hey um, <laughs> I, I, I do have a message for uh, your your co-host, Bill yes. Allred. Yes, um, yes. I was I, I get to listen to some of your best ofs on my way home, <laughs> and Bill was talking about finding a fudgery in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there was a fudgery here in Salt Lake City at one time at Trolley Square. Oh, oh right, oh. and that was my right. wife's very first job. The fudgery oh. at the fudgery. Your wife was a fudger. She was, and, and at times she did back fudge, but that was a backroom job. <laughs> well, and now she's a mother, so. Yeah. Yeah. Since he's a mother fudger. Oh, okay. I was waiting. <laughs> I was, was counting. It was the setup. Damn scissor. I was playing straight, man. That's what I do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Let's, uh, let's get this underway. How are you guys? Other than you can't stop shitting. I, um, I'm concerned about that. Well, no, I did on purpose. <laughs> I can breathe out of my nose. That's nice. Yeah. G- yeah. Oh, that's right. You yeah, had surgery. surgery. Yeah. Surgery. I've never been knocked out on a. Uh, anesthesia before really it is fucking trippy oh it's yeah, awesome it is, isn't huh? it oh he was like all right i'm gonna give you this stuff and you're gonna fall asleep and next you know you'll be in the next room and i was sitting there waiting like 
is my eyes gonna close? Mm-hmm. No, just a fucking snap. And I woke up in the next room, and I like, and I was awake. And the nurse was like, "Holy shit, are you all right?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm good. Like, are we done? She's like, yeah, you're good. And I'm like, <laughs> you're good. Get cool. out of here." <laughs> when I had my uh, my scope to check my stomach out during the summer, it it was kind of the same thing. Yeah, so it, I felt like I was roofied. They're like, "Count backwards from five, five, four, and then why does my throat hurt?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah, see, I did the same thing when you know when they split me like that, a trout. That, 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 that wasn't the tube, Lee. That wasn't the tube. No, it was, was Doctor Kuahara. They laid me down on the on the slab, you know, and there was uh, a piece of uh, wood or table or something that had your arm hooked up to it. Oh, okay. And he says, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna get you. Uh, we're did gonna you get say you a under. piece of wood. This table. Did I don't you know get that what, surgery. This table. But well, you gotta remember, it was a long time ago. <laughs> Home Depot. It was, it was that guy with the bear head from True Grit walking. Are you? Are either a tumor? Uh, are, are All either, right, boys, time down. That's right. Are yes, either of you in lymphoma? So, uh, <laughs> are you in need of medical assistance? So he says. Uh, he says, "Now we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get this going, and it'll it'll take you pretty quickly." And I went, "Oh yeah, right. Yeah, you don't know my liver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Count backwards. Before your liver had really been broken in there. Count Jerry. backwards from one hundred. <laughs> it's like the old Bill Cosby routine. One hundred, nah, and you're gone. Oh, it creeps me out that stuff like that exists. That. Oh, I want it. <laughs> So weird. I tell you what, if if I, I would do a Michael Jackson thing, I would. I, I would say, use that. Jackson to, died that way. Exactly. I would do that every <laughs> night to get to sleep because because I cannot go to sleep. <laughs> I know how my cousin Michael felt. I can't Michael go to sleep either. Sometimes I take a fucking walk. You realize yeah. how hard it is to get a prescription. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get a prescription for anything with the last name of Jackson anymore. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's always been That's hard for ridiculous. me. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I don't understand. You it. should send word to his prison. Problem. <laughs> I'm maybe, telling you, I would do it if I could. Maybe I could Conrad do it. Murray has some kicking around in I mean, his car. <laughs> First, he had to stop doing Pepsi commercials, and now he can't get a prescription. I seriously would. T- I would totally have that stuff if I could. Anyway, uh, let's uh, let's begin. Uh, I thought we did. This just in. What have we been doing? This just in. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, news on the casting of the Alien prequel. Wait, I'm getting it. It's canceled. All right. Oh. Uh, see, I had this whole story about. They're female leads for the alien prequels. Mm-hmm. That, it was, uh, uh, they're having right, Gerard Depardieu play the alien queen. But yeah, no, I mean, the, just, they're still making it, but it's he, not a prequel anymore, right? Yeah, uh, well, Prometheus. Here's, here's what happened. Uh, it, it was all going back and forth about how Ridley Scott wanted this, uh, this little-known actress to, to be the star of the, of the alien prequel. Oh, you mean sort of like an unknown sort of actress was in the original Alien, Sigourney Weaver. Crazy, I know. Hmm. Uh, So he had this, uh, her name is Numi Rapace. She's Scandinavian. Oh, it's the girl from uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. She's going to be in Sherlock Holmes, too, I think, also. Oh, is she? Yeah. Yeah, It's it's kind of funny. They're calling her little known. She's little known here. (laughs) (laughs) She's got three huge blockbusters, (laughs) European-wise. So he wanted her to be the female lead character, Elizabeth Shaw. They were going to get it all. It sounded like a great idea. It Mm -hmm. was, uh, you know, how that alien (laughs) derelict got there for Sigourney Weaver to discover it in the first movie. Okay. Sounded like a great idea. eggs. Fox kept saying, we really would like a name in there. A name in there, please. Could you get us a name? How about Charlie's Theron? How yeah. about... Uh, how about? And they had a whole list. Ang- Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah, and you know, somebody like that. We want someone big like that. And, uh, and so uh, they, they all just kept fighting until eventually... Ruth Buzzy! Until eventually... <laughs> she's still around? Joe, Joe, no, no. Joanne Worley. <laughs> Joanne Taylor! Worley. Um, 
And they kept fighting, and they kept fighting until now. You're just not going to get an Alien prequel. Yeah, and why? Because Fox is a bunch of fucking retards. I thought it was because Fox was just concerned there might be a good Alien movie. Yes, exactly, after the Aliens versus Predator debacles. But some good has come from it. Um, Ridley Scott and uh, Damon Lindelof. He's from Lost. One of the Lost guys. uh, Are getting together to, uh, to do this thing that came out of this now called Prometheus. And uh, Damon Lindelof says, uh, uh, while Alien was indeed the jumping off point for this project, out of the creative process evolved a new grand mythology and universe in which this original story takes mm-hmm. place. Uh, the Keen fan will recognize strands of Alien's DNA, so to speak. Hmm. Well, it's not like the skeletal remains of the space jockey or <laughs> intellectual property of anybody's. That's true. That's H.R. Giger. But, so. the, uh, but the ideas tackled in this film are unique, large, and provocative. I couldn't be more pleased to have found a singular tale I'd been searching for. In a world flooded with prequels, sequels, and reboots, I was incredibly struck by just how original this vision for the movie is. So yeah, I only like sequels and reimaginings now. <laughs> yeah, it's something I can understand. It doesn't frighten me. Uh, I'm just I have another update on the story. Yes. Ruth Buzzy? Yes. Still alive. Still alive. Thank you. <laughs> just living with Yay. her Taylor. I just am surprised that the, of all the things to cut out the project would be who would be the lead actress. It seems like there would probably be more behind that. It was, uh, there might have been. Um, Maybe he just thought of a prequel It's not the best way especially to do Especially weird, <laughs> weird considering how they managed to shoot first class without really anybody that's got huge star power to it. But yeah. I still don't uh, believe Mr. that Kevin movie's Bacon? being made. Kevin Bacon? Who's he? Fucking, you ever seen Footloose, dude? No. See the guy in that computer commercial? <laughs> yeah. That, guy, that commercial's funny. Wasn't he in War Games? Oliver Platt, come on. Yeah. The, the, the mega blockbuster draw of Oliver Platt. <laughs> <laughs> He's box office gold. That's it's, what he is. I, I hear there's supposedly a trailer, though. Yes. Really? It, it, it's playing supposedly it's, before the Green Hornet. X-Men. And Tell me. Was, we, we had about seven uh, trailers before our screening of the Green Hornet. I kept going, come on, X-Men. Come on, X-Men. And we didn't get didn't it. Didn't get it. No, <sighs> we didn't get it. What did oh. we get? Tell us. Oh, but we got Battle Los Angeles. Battle Los Angeles what and the hell Sucker is that? Punch. It looks awesome. Well, well, Sucker Punch, I can't wait for. Sucker, Sucker Punch, Punch looks great. I've seen that trailer amazing. twice. I don't know what it's about. It's about uh, ass-kicking chicks who beat up uh, Nazis while riding on dragons, and yeah, every once in a while they stop to have a show tune. <laughs> and uh-huh. flying World War II planes. Do they, do <laughs> they uh, uh, have a pillow fight or take a bath at any point? Z- Z- no, but they, they do spin kicks in slow motion. Yeah. Oh, what, well, what, yeah. I, what I garnered was that Zack Snyder drank a bunch of beer and watched Terry Gilliam and uh, Sky Captain and went, Hey, I got an <laughs> idea. Certainly. You know what would said, But wait a second. I can get bigger dragons because I'm a, I'm a WB wonderkin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, was it Battlefield Los Angeles? Uh, to me, looks like um, a version of Skyline that's appropriate. But good. And, that and might be good, yeah. Just going to the Strauss brothers and going, uh, hey, fuckers, this is what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me uh, fix this movie for you. Who's in it? Um, Aaron Eckhart. Yeah, and Eric, Aaron Eckhart, oh. Michelle Rodriguez. And Numi Rappaport. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. I hear she's very good. It yeah. looks like uh, a sci-fi Hurt Locker. Really? Yeah. It, it looks, looks really, really cool. blowy up. Yeah, the trailer I saw looked really fun. But you know, the trailer I'm seeing that I want to see the movie for, I don't think I'm going to get to see in the United States. What's that? What? Yamato? Yeah, yeah Space Blazers. Battleship yeah. Yamato. Uh, I know. It's live action Star Blazers. And every time I see the trailer, I, I want oh, to sing God, a song. Oh, God, it gets me giddy. You'll see, you know, you'll, you'll <laughs> see it. You won't see it in the Come theater. Come on, buddy. I won't. No, don't be like that. Lee, Lee, Lee. Let's smuggle in someone's uh, suitcase and go to Japan. Let's do that. I'd fit in a suitcase. <laughs> okay. so, so you'll, you'll see it. You just won't see it in a theater. Yeah. 
No, I want to see it with Jeff holding hands. Yes, and we like, will, like, and we'll like giggle like, we like did little girls. Naked City. We should hey. count the the film society to to bring it. They probably would. Listen, yeah. with with like Netflix and all of the streaming and everything and a nice big screen and a good sound system, it'll be That's like true. that. I would have to watch it at Carrie's house. Yes, <laughs> I, I did get to see that <laughs> thank Shaolin you for Monk zombie movie on yeah. Netflix. That was pretty uh, thank cool. Thank you for volunteering your basement for that, Carrie. <laughs> Listen, when it's available, I promise okay. you. We've got to hire a couple people to sit behind us and kick our chairs. We'll have sushi. Yeah. <laughs> Can we'll I get a couple I'll, of kids I'll, in there? I'll, <laughs> borrow, I'll <laughs> borrow a child. Maybe Joe can loan me his kid. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, have, that, good, I'll have that hillbilly from uh, Sheep Rave Oregon fly down so yeah. you can make commentary from the back row. <laughs> this guy during the Star Wars special editions. Don't pour R2-D2. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there just... goes the Death Star. <laughs> Ooh. That down there is a big explosion. Not, Dang. Not... <laughs> Did you know that blaster Death Star was going to get blown up? I didn't know that. No. Not me. I'm hoping for that old couple. Where the old guy doesn't have his hearing aid turned up enough, and the wife has to explain everything to him. <laughs> now no, you see, he's, he's Japanese and a fighter he's, pilot. He's the Wolverine. What? He's the Wolverine. <laughs> is that why they're not speaking English? <laughs> I thought he shot him. Why is he healing? <laughs> he's the Wolverine. It's, it's really, you know, with the technology and these ideas, your home theater is complete. Yeah. It really is. <laughs> we should start a service. So <laughs> tell us about Green Hornet. Surprisingly good. Okay. Um, well, because you went in with low expectations. Well, well okay. The expectations yeah. started when the studios, the, the rumors came out that the studios saw his first cut of it, and they pretty much looked at Michelle Gondry and said, what the fuck have you done? And mm-hmm. they were not happy about it. Hmm. But then Vice had heard, you know, what, about a month or so ago that... That they test screened the it. The next ones came out. Yes. And, and suddenly audiences decided they liked it. They didn't yeah. hate and it. Then, yeah. And then suddenly Sony and Columbia went... Oh my God! Apparently, maybe we better put some uh, push behind this movie because we might actually have a hit on our hands. Get him yeah. in a Del Taco commercial. Well, and <laughs> you know what I enjoyed about—I mean, Seth Rogen. Like when I heard he was cast, I was like, "Really, is the Green mm-hmm. Hornet?" But the way they take the character, like he's kind of an idiot. Um, he's not—he doesn't really kick ass throughout. I mean, Cato. Good God, that kid can kick ass. Well, I, I really, in the original Green Hornet, wasn't it that way? Yeah, it, it, exactly. it was. Yeah, that's what people forget. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up, Carrie. Bruce Lee. Because everybody keeps treating the Green Hornet like it's this unparalleled source material. It comes from pulp comics, pulp and stories, a, and a radio show. An old radio show from that the 30s. Yeah. were knockoffs of The Shadow, mm-hmm. essentially, and Doc Savage. Well, and then, and then they made a crappy 1960s TV show it was out the same of it. People right, who did the, the same yes. people who did Batman, wasn't yes. it? Because, yeah. I mean, they had, they had a couple crossover episodes. It was, yeah. it was a spinoff. Grant, Grant Williams, is that who it is who played uh, Green I, Hornet and Britt Reed in it? Sure. I, I think. And, <laughs> wow, Seth Rogen really had a lot to top in that regard. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. He kept saying, is this, uh, I didn't think anyone cared about the Green Hornet, but it turns out pe- there are people who do. There's you people know who what? Care about everything. You know what, yeah. Seth? I got news for you. It's very small number yeah. of people. Yeah. You should have just did what you wanted to do. Yeah, there, oh, there he are does. people that are he upset does. about the Showgirl sequel. So oh, come on. I mean, it's very Seth yeah. Rogen comedy in it. Mm-hmm. But what's the, the brilliance of the movie where it comes from is actually Michelle Gondry. I yeah. mean, there's the, the, the guy who directed uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yes. Yeah, and there are the fight scenes, the way they're choreographed, the way they like they use these effects that stretch out the screen, and, and it's really cool. And then there's one sequence where the villains are kind of spreading the word about the Green Hornet. And so, and there's, it starts with one camera shot, splits into two, to four, eight, sixteen. But it's not; it splits off from the same shot. Like I watch it, and I don't know it's, how he did it, it. It's it's not like twenty four where it looks like four or five uh, TV. Sounds sc- like that shampoo commercial. T- t- TV screens. <laughs> I, 
I still have no idea how he did some of this because you follow a character from one screen to another screen to another screen to another screen. They had to choreograph the shit out of that scene. I I don't know how they did it. It's really just brilliant. choreography. And and, and when film geeks like us are going, wow, I have no idea how he did this, then kudos, sir. Excellent shot. So So it's going to bomb. I think it'll do well. I mean, for a January movie. Uh Well, as we record this, it's uh, Saturday afternoon. Mm -hmm. Um, And, And I've seen it twice. I've seen it with an older, less hip crowd that was sort of not sure what they wanted to do with it. And then we saw it with our really geek-centric crowd on Thursday, and they ate it up with a They liked it. Yeah. Well, it, it, it's not like it has a lot of competition right now, either. Oh, yeah, God, right. no. Oh, that's part of the witch true, yeah. and the dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. true. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you're giving... See, what did you guys give it? I, know. I, I, I gave it two and a half. It, yeah, I gave it three. It, it, it's a little too long and starts to take itself too seriously, but, but Jay Chow, the Korean star who... Korean pop star who takes steps into Bruce Lee's shoes... He's good. He's yeah. someone to watch. My biggest disappointment was, was uh, Christoph Waltz, and it wasn't his fault. I mean, hmm. he's the Nazi from Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. And he just didn't really have anything to do. Yeah. And that's where I kind of felt bad, because you're sitting there, you've got this amazing oh. actor with you, and you're not giving him anything. Well, he's no Nick Cage. Uh, that's true. I, I, I almost <laughs> think Nick, Nick Cage would have been more interesting, actually. Yeah. I, uh, I told this story uh, on the radio show, but uh, I brought it in for you guys. Because <laughs> Nick Cage was originally cast as the villain. Yeah. As Chudnovsky. In the, in the Green Hornet. New York Times did a story uh, looking at this thing. And, uh, yeah, he was originally the villain. And uh, here's, here's what happened. Uh, uh, Michael uh, Michel Gondry mm-hmm. found one element of Cage's portrayal a little too disconcerting. <laughs> I love this. For reasons known only to Nick Cage, he insisted that the character have a Jamaican <laughs> accent. <laughs> <laughs> what? Down by the beach. <laughs> what? Gondry said, I was quite relieved when he announced he was no longer interested in the part. <laughs> you know, like, because nobody had the balls to tell Nick Cage, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> but there, there are some really wacky elements to the movie, so I don't think it'd be completely out of place. I'd, it'd, no. be, it'd be terrible, but. Yes, but, well, in, in this, and here's the scene in Green Hornet where you really see how underused and, and how little there is for Christoph Waltz to do. I'll, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, he's in a bar scene, a nightclub scene, confronting James Franco, and James Franco fucking owns him yeah. in that part. James Franco is so good. I, I kind of almost wish James Franco had been Chudnovsky, to be honest. Because <laughs> yeah, he, get, he gets it, and I just don't think Christoph Waltz got it. No. And, and I, I, I kind of lay blame to Gondry to, for not utilizing him. Yeah, not, possibly not, the script. Not kicking script him in the too. ass a bit more and... You know, bring it out. You know he's got it in him. Shit, mm-hmm. watching Glorious Bastards again. Then he yeah, won the Oscar. You know, but you know, the, Jesus. they won an Oscar. <laughs> he did. He's a big man. He's a big, big star. <laughs> big star. <laughs> but at the same time, some directors are afraid to tell certain actors. I mean, like he didn't tell Nick Cage, "What are you doing with a Jamaican accent?" He didn't say anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. He was just happy that the guy quit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I imagine if he's not willing to tell Nick Cage, "You're an idiot," he's not willing to tell Christoph Waltz, Academy Award winner. Yeah. Yes. Maybe you should do this. Yes. Yeah, he's made you, a little non-confrontational. You, sir, need to have some scenery between your teeth. He's a very quiet guy. I know that for sure. So I could see that. But he I can do yeah. it. I saw that thing where he, uh, they, he filmed a version of that. La, 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 la. Never mind. <laughs> the what? You know that. Here, give me a sip. <laughs> oh, give me, give me it's mine. Give me some of your uh, cor- uh, cough syrup. Uh, blueberries, yeah. indeed. <laughs> <laughs> I just blueberry, didn't I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Um, I just cherry tussin is what I did. <laughs> cherry tussin. <laughs> it tastes great. No, uh, never mind. Yeah. The, the great. moment's less, passed. Less filling. Cherry tussin. <laughs> I'll bet that right. serves up tastes like blueberries. Uh, let's see. We got to... Uh, yeah. The hump dink. I'm hesitant to talk even even talk about, about the, uh, the Batman movie uh, Batman? casting because there's just nothing known about it, really. Yeah, no. it's, it's all speculation. They, they've listed like every actress that's available in the age of 23 to I 42. <laughs> Except for Natalie Portman. She's apparently out of the running. Well, she's already banging Thor and what... Uh, well, yeah, that's what I hero. said. Did, did, did you hear my favorite Thor joke of all time? The, the, the trailer played in Minneapolis, which has a huge Swedish population as a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe geeks are upset because... We we have yet to see Thor in his helmet yet in a, yes, in I a can. trailer. Jesus. Can you believe that? Jesus are f- retarded. And I know. From I what I hear, his luscious locks. Yeah, Honestly, <laughs> I'm glad I haven't seen him in the helmet. I don't need helmet. I don't want to see him in the helmet. I like him without. I want to see him in the helmet. <laughs> I, I do too, but you're like me. In the helmet, but but you're like me, Lee. You like to see helmets that have wings on them. I do. <laughs> I, I've got a collection. That that picture, cap. Did you oh. see the picture of Cap with his wings? Yeah. And oh. did you check out his package? I told you so. I told uh, you so. I did you see you his so. package? <laughs> yeah. I like that it was a helmet and not like a cowl. On yeah. Cap. yeah. It's, it's, that was it, cool. Marcus, I think, said it best. It looks like that could exist in the real yeah. world. Yeah, that's absolutely. A, that's a great um, costume. And by the way, Marcus, uh, if you actually read comics in Captain America Reborn, they did that design. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just he's saying. Famous. He's cute. You know, He's cute that way. Uh, and the Don't Spider-Man. fight with him. The Spider-Man. Oh. The, the I love that suit. You like that costume? Oh, I love it. I, I don't like the so gloves. Badass. Other than that, it's perfect. I, I didn't like the gloves that much either, but I don't give a fuck. Yeah. They're gloves. I'm not I looking at the his kid, gloves. The kid well, looks like Peter Parker, though. looking at his package is what I'm looking <laughs> <Yeah>. at. <laughs> well, the kid what his looks ass like, looks like. I, okay, I, the kid looks like Peter Parker, and he that's does. perfect. Yeah, he does. I, okay, being the resident over-the-top spider fan, I have some reactions to it. And First off, I'll say this. It's our first look, and we're not even sure if it's actually an intact costume. It That's looks like damage has been... It's like it's been battle damage. Yeah, it, 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 exactly. Yeah. And we haven't seen him in the mask yet. Ah, the mask is the, the important yes, part. Yes, yeah. but... And I love the original movie costume. It looked like the John Romita Sr. design. Mm-hmm. This looks like it could be either Steve Ditko or Ultimate Spider-Man design or inspired. But my one concern about getting Andrew Garfield in the mask is he's got a giant head... And I'm afraid he's going to look like a bobblehead. Oh, he'll just look more like a McFarlane Spider-Man. What? Oh, there you go. Uh, that's the yeah. second time someone's brought that up. And I'm telling you right now, if he flips a fucking web between his goddamn legs, I'm going to burn the fucking theater down. <laughs> I hate Todd McFarlane and those inane web shooter poses. Uh, what? what are you talking about? You can totally do that. <laughs> Yeah, you're swinging around. You're, yeah, I just, just, just like webs that. all around your body. I just, I just love that Jeff's okay with the yeah. fact that the guy can climb up yeah. a wall and do all that other shit. But when he's doing, uh, I, I will not like, have that. What are you saying? Nope. He can't have like one leg up behind his head. No trick. Even one, 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 one yeah. foot in his mouth. We'll try to get a screening for all of us. And we'll just Please. wait to hear Vice go. Oh! <laughs> I'm Jeff Vice, the comics curmudgeon, and you can't do that. <laughs> I'm telling you, Todd McFarlane, I want to punch you. Whoa, Welcome come to, on, Jeff. Well, punch him with you love. You can't do that. In his money. I want to punch him in his punch money. Punch him in his money hole. <laughs> in, his, in, his, in his money bag. 
All right. That hole's full of money. No, I want to punch um, it. Um, by the way, we're, we're talking about the Spider-Man photos. Other photos surfaced from Spider-Man this week. What? Do tell. De- no, Dennis Leary is Captain Stacy. Oh, we finally got to look at him. Yeah. Is he dressed as a cop? He no, looks, he's dressed as a woman with a cape. He looks really young. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. Seriously, he looked... I, I was shocked at how young Dennis Leary looked in it. He well, had a SWAT vest on. He's... <laughs> Well, yeah, because uh, I, the last I see him is in Rescue Me, and I, I got the HD TV, and he, he don't look that young. No, but he, these are HD photos, and he, they browned up his hair. Which is, which is, well, that makes me feel good because I'm taking a look at this new he looks fifteen, this new Ant Man uh, project. I'm Ant Man, and I've got. <laughs> Saturday wow. Night Live. Look, look it up a, with Garrett Morris. Fans of a certain age love that line, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all the young, like Tony is going, yeah, what? I, don't, I just thought you guys had some good like synergy going on. I didn't know that was oh, no, no. no. I, I don't know if it's on YouTube. I or, bet you can find it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, John Belushi is the Hulk. It's first or second season. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, Dan Aykroyd is the Flash. Garrett Morris has Ant-Man. Uh, they're all at a superhero party. You find it if you want. Ki- is it Margot Kidder the host? Yeah. Margot Kidder was yeah. the host. And, and while, uh, while you're looking for that, find the uh, Death of Superman episode of Saturday Night Live where uh, Chris Farley was the Hulk. That's right. <laughs> Which <laughs> is just beautiful. But uh, it's a party where all the comic book characters are there. <laughs> and uh, the Flash is, you know, Aykroyd, he's got a little bit. They kept saying, check out the love the handles, handles on, on the, the Flash. flash. <laughs> and, and, and Belushi walking out of the bathroom as the Hulk. Whoa! Don't let me go in there for a while. <laughs> it's good stuff. Not supposed to smell like roses. Yeah. If the invisible woman wants to go to the bathroom. She should lock the door. Uh, but uh, Garrett Morris in the whole costume, the old classic costume, yeah. and he's standing there, and, and I think it was Hulk comes up yeah. to him and says, uh, "So, so who 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 are you?" I'm Ant-Man. I'm Ant-Man. You guys, uh, this this does remind me of another. Um, what should have been parody of the DC characters from the late 70s. Uh, you realize the, the challenge of the super friends or superpowers, or I can't remember yes. exactly what it's called, just got restored and re-released. Uh-huh. I don't know if any of you guys managed to see this when it aired. I remember this oh, vaguely. Oh, I do. Yeah. And I caught some YouTube clips of it, and it all came crashing back horribly. It was like a celebrity roast mm-hmm. of the... Uh, but it was with, uh, with, with Adam West and not Burt Ward, because they couldn't get Burt Ward, but... Uh, they had a Flash and a Green Lantern and Solomon Grundy and and, all and Frank other. Gorshin reprised his role as the Riddler. It, it's it's horrible. <laughs> it is seriously one of the most horrible things I've ever seen. I can't believe they re-released it, and I can't believe that you're going to pay twenty five to thirty bucks to own it. And we should. I just can because you're, yeah, your eyes you won't believe it. Uh, yeah, Brian, you have it. Not so <laughs> so anyway, back to Dennis Leary and Ant Man. I'm reading this uh, Ant Man and Wasp uh, short. He would make a good Ant Man. Three of three. And I'm telling you, I want to interview this guy uh, that wrote it. Uh, I want Tim Seeley? Tim Seeley. Because I get the feeling that he is casting Dennis Leary as Ant-Man. Really? Because of the way it's written and the way he's drawing it, uh, he's, he's snarky like Leary. I can hear Leary's voice as I read this. I like his facial okay. hair. No, he's got the mutton chops. But, but by the way, since, since we're getting into this, I'm going to say this right now. Everybody keeps talking about how... Uh, whether Wash from Firefly is going to show up as Hank Pym in the Avengers movie, yeah. and Edgar Wright says nobody's been cast as Ant Man. Exactly. Um, I'm starting to think that the Ant Man character in in the Edgar Wright's Ant Man movie is not going to be Hank Pym. Yeah, I think it's going to be the irredeemable Ant Man. Yes. This one that we have here, he's a lot more fun. I have to say. Yes, yeah, and fun. and that frees up uh, 
frees up Walsh to play Hank Pym in the Avengers movie. I mean, I'm, I want to talk to this guy. If you could get uh, use your contacts. Tim, Tim Seeley, I probably can. I'd love to interview him or just ask him simply, did you have Dennis Leary well, in mind when you were writing this? Well, and we have another hook to try and get him. He's the guy who writes Hack Slash, yes. which has been optioned for a movie. I have that news uh, coming up, as a matter of fact. Um, I mean, you take a look at, you see, here's the irredeemable Ant-Man. Remember in, the, in that short series, he was famous for shrinking himself down and watching Ms. Marvel shower. <laughs> so here he is in this digital heaven that uh, Hank Pym has created. And uh, he realizes that while he's there, he says he's a digital proxy. Just like on my Wii, I can make my proxy look any way I want. Then he changes himself into Ms. Marvel and says, yes, if only I had time for a shower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, go and take a look at those. You can probably pick those up uh, at uh, Dr. Volts and uh, it was, it was see only if I'm a, right. It was only a three-issue miniseries. Mm-hmm. Well um, done, though, I thought. By, by the way, there's another cast addition to the Spider-Man movie, too. C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, what is it? Who's he playing? Do we soul know? Man. Ray is the character's name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Soul Man. Oh, God. I remembered that. Oh, God. Is that Big even available anymore? I'll, this I'll, is the Martin Luther King episode, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it is. You, you know what? If, if, if we could do Soul Man and uh, just one of the guys as a late 80s double feature, oh, that would be... Oh, God. She was hot. Heads would explode. Makes, Joyce Heiser or whoever it was who played actually, the role. Yeah. She I had big boots. Um, yes. Anyway, sorry. Uh, C. <laughs> Thomas Howell is supposedly playing a character named Ray. Ray. Who, the only thing that people can think of is there's a former detective, and this has been brought up in current Spider-Man continuity, a corrupt cop named Ray Cooper, mm. who oh. was part of Gwen Stacy or uh, uh, Captain Stacy's police force, who people thought was dead, but Ray Cooper is not dead, and that's who they're thinking C. Thomas Howell. Does he become any? No, no, big no, no, bad no, no. He well, he has connections to Mysterio, oh, who Mysterio. who helped who helped fake his death, and Ray Cooper's daughter in the comics is Carly Cooper, who's the current girlfriend for Spider Man. <laughs> oh. Fucking freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, I told you I know way too fucking much about Spider Man. It's he, frightening. He's the first person I call when I have a question yeah. about Spider Man. I seriously. <laughs> All right, let's take a break, and uh, we've got. Uh, speaking of Spider Man, uh, we've got a review of the musical. Ooh. Uh, after this episode uh, today, I interviewed one of the uh, actors on X96 on my morning show. Interviewed one it. of the actors who Plays was on J. the Jonah play. Jameson. Well, he doesn't even actually play J. Jonah Jameson. This is how high-ranking my show is. <laughs> I got the stand-in for J. Jonah oh, Jameson. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yes. so, so this guy's only in moderate peril of getting injured. How, how big is my show, huh? Well, uh, anyway, so we'll, but we'll stick that on at the end of this podcast. So. Yep. J.J. does have a big fight scene at the end of the musical. No, he doesn't. <laughs> actually, you know what stinks is we, we have a listener that's uh, seen it, too. That's seen it? Yeah. Oh, we need to get she him in here. A, uh, Facebook. Did she? Saying why, why, why. Oh, that was the review? Yeah. Well, she's... Let me see if I can find it. There's someone who disagrees with her, and I have that review Ooh. coming up. So, oh, well, that's, all right. After these messages, we'll be right back. Oh, hello there. It's me, Carrie Jackson, the host of GeekShowPodcast.com and uh, also host of the Radio from Hell show on X96. Uh, listen, uh, I'm going to answer a question and not answer the second question. All right. First of all, yes, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. 
it, yeah, you can. We'll put together a little uh, commercial for you with some nice music behind it and maybe me saying nice things about your... And, uh, yeah, you can advertise on Geek Show Podcast. The second question is, uh, is why? I could answer that because I'm Geek Show Podcast's biggest fan. <clears throat> but I'm not going to answer that question. I'm going to have you talk to someone else. I'm going to have you call several people. I want you to ask Dan the Laptop Man at PCLaptops.com about his experiences uh, with the uh, people who download and listen to this show on a weekly basis. Uh, I mean, we get up to 50,000 downloads and we're growing. Uh, a week, 50,000 people listening to this show. So ask Dan Young about uh, the, the audience that listens to Geek Show Podcast. Ask Dave at Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Ask him about advertising on Geek Show. Ask him how many times people have come in and said, you know, I didn't used to read comic books, and now I'm starting because of the show. Ask him how much his sales have increased because of Geek Show Podcast. I would suggest you talk to the people at Brewies about how much beer and burgers they sell on uh, the last Sunday of every month when Geek Show Podcast moves in and does a uh, movie night. Ask them about that, uh, their increased uh, customers on, the, on those days. Uh, so once you do that, do your research, and uh, then I want you to contact uh, Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or myself at 801-524-2600. I mean, you know, the, the Geek Show Podcast fans, they're, uh, they're very loyal uh, we can put together uh, an advertising uh, uh, prospect for you if you're making your advertising plans for the new year. I mean, let's face it, these people aren't reading the paper. They're not seeing your billboards. They're TiVoing past your TV ads. You'll be amazed at how affordable it is to advertise on Geek Show Podcast. So call Dustin Checkets, Tony Eccles, or me. Ask, ask for any one of us at 801 524 2600. It's affordable, it's effective. It's geekshowpodcast.com. Hi, it's me, Carrie, your geekshowpodcast.com host and host of the Radio from Hell program in Salt Lake City on 96.3 FM. Hi. PCLaptops.com is, uh, is the place that uh, I insist on going. I will not deal with anyone else when it comes to computers. It's just the way it is because Dan Young is a superhero. He really is. Uh, go to PCLaptops.com. Take a look at some of the stuff that they do, uh, some of the stuff they can put together. They can put together a custom system for you, which is what Dan's done for me. That's why I'm able to sit here in my basement and do work like this uh, from home. It's much more comfortable. I don't know how people work from home, though. I have to keep the dogs quiet while I do this. <clears throat> oh, the small prices to pay. Uh, go see Dan. and He has been around for 15 years. He is a Microsoft Gold certified partner, and I'm telling you, Get him talking about anything tech, and, and he, will, he will know everything about it. Uh, take in your whatever you've got, and they'll scan it for viruses, spyware, give you a free systems evaluation. PCLaptops.com will help you find a location near you. And, uh, yes, thank you, Dan the Laptop Man. I love him. Go in and ask about the decimator, by the way. He'll show it to you. Mm, pretty. PCLaptops.com. <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, uh, Shannon is just chomping at the bit. Uh, to review <laughs> uh, the TV sensation that is the Cape. The Cape. <laughs> Holy shit! Yes, N NBC's newest entry into superhero television series. But by, by the by the way, shameless plug time. I wrote a story on Parallel Universe about yes. lame, lame TV superheroes that that I, it's the spinoff point. And and ironically, it took forever for it to get online because. The TV editor at MSN thought I was way too hard on it and then rewrote it to make it sound like 
You now, okay. Well, now I, I, the thing that's out there is that all you, or is that the rewrite? Uh, the the, the only the cape thing is the rewrite. Okay, because he, uh, he he didn't touch me slamming. Uh, well, okay, M- MSN's getting a shitload of money from NBC and Universal. So, ah, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yes, there that's, you go. That's that. That's why. That's but, called synergy. Yes, but <laughs> but now that that's online, I can I can also fully talk about our my feelings towards the cape. Yes, uh, it's it's. Uh, well, how did you watch it, Carrie? I you know honestly I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm gonna do this right now. I'll tell you right up front. It's fucking horrible. It is. But yes. we're gonna TiVo it every week. Because wife uh, and I decided. Yes. Is it, is so it gonna be a get drunk and watch show? Yes. No, no, you don't even have to get drunk. It's so hilariously bad, and you might as well watch it because this thing is not going to have a long no. life. It's fucking well. The the guy who's making the show talks like it's going to have a long life because he's talking about how it's going to start getting uh, darker and scarier. Okay, now and X Files. <laughs> and I'm like, he acts like it's going to last more than four episodes. Now, here's <laughs> Good my luck with that, pal. You know? He's taking. They're taking the opposite heroes route. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to start this thing out so shitty that can only <laughs> go up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. They, but by the way, they uh, they aired the pilot and the first episode twice in in one weekend, and then the real episodes I think start on the seventeenth or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, Monday. Yeah. Wow, this thing's so fucking train wreck bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's just start from the start. Yeah. Cop, what's his name? Okay. Vince Faraday. Fa- Vince Faraday. Well, there you go. And his son Trip Faraday. Trip. Trip Faraday. Yep. Oh God. Anyway, so he's oh, a, it gets better. It gets he, better. He's a cop, right? And he's, uh, he's a good cop. Uh, this corporation, mm-hmm. which is the van, uh, which is headed by the the vampire from uh, True Blood. True Blood. What was it? What's his name? James Frane. James Frane, the one that was uh, messing with Tara. The oh, guy's a good okay. actor. Oh, yeah, yeah, good yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know the interesting vampire they killed off. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, anyway, he wants to own the police force. Ends up happening. Whatever. Turns out this guy's a bad guy named. Was it Chess? Yes, it's Chess. And. Uh, Jesus. He, wears, he, wears, and he wears this shitty leather mask, it, and, and he's got contacts in that one eye is a, a, a each is a chess piece. And, um, <laughs> what? He is not making yeah, this up. I'm not making it up. So uh, when, when does Egghead and King Tut show up? <laughs> no, they're so, too they're too cool for this show. So of right. course, uh, Faraday. Gets framed for a crime he did not commit. Yes. No. They frame him in a way that they think he's chess. <laughs> right. And, and, and so by good. the way, they do it is they knock him out and then staple chess's mask to his face and then, and then set, set him loose. <laughs> right. Man. Sounds effective to me. And then, so they think he's dead. And he goes starts training with Keith David with fucking Frankenbeans and, yes. and, 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 uh, and his carnival <laughs> of crime. Carnival yes. of crime. <laughs> oh, and there's a God. Tough, there's a tough midget. And um, well, and uh, a guy that can make you put on women's underpants with his mind. Yeah, and then Vince learns how to do that too. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he learns how to disappear from Keith da- or, uh, yeah. from Keith David too. He can turn right. into smoke, and then <laughs> and say so things like shitty. this. Right. So his superpower is uh, he has a cape. And he's he's a, he's a carny. Is that all it he's takes? A, he's yeah, a circus freak with a cape. I have a cape. Well, so he's, no, but it's a special right. cape, Carrie. And it, it, oh, Carrie. Uh huh. It's made out of uh, spider, spider silk. <laughs> yes, strongest <laughs> material known to man. Hold it! How many spiders did? Well, all right. So, and, okay, I'm going. You buy the premise, to, you buy the bit. He learns right. how to fight with it, right? He's like snapping shit out of people's hands with his cape. with his cape. <laughs> oh, I can do that on right. the Arkham Asylum game. I would say he sounds like a poor man's Batman. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh God, they wish. This guy's a terrible actor. Oh, it's just all the performances are just so fucking train wreck bad in this thing. Uh, poor little Summer Glau from oh. from, from Firefly. And, She's a show and, killer. And, yeah. and, and Terminator is is basically his oracle. Yeah. And he's right. like, and he's the worst um, hider of all time. Like he's trying to pretend he's dead, God. so he could avenge himself at his own funeral. Yeah. So he goes to his own funeral. Okay, yeah, that's stupid. And he's <laughs> but he's hiding behind a tree, like 50, that's like, like ten feet away from his fucking wife. Seriously, <laughs> and, and he's like, and he but he's like out. hanging halfway out. You know what I mean? He, he, should, he should practically fucking wave. He's so clearly hiding in clear sight. <laughs> yeah. he's, he's Bugs Bunny. Clearly, he he can hide behind a tree. And then he goes and visits his kid. Yes, as the cape, and the asshole. I'm sitting there like for. Most of the two, first two episodes, I'm like, douchebag, get a fucking mask. <laughs> he doesn't have... Okay. No, he has a hood. Yeah. Right? And I just kept... It barely him. conceals his face. And nobody looks... I'm like, just look up and you'll see... Every, just look up and you'll see who this guy is. And, and, <laughs> and, you know, we all had a problem with Christian Bale disguising his voice as Batman. <laughs> this dumb fuck doesn't even disguise his voice. Right. He, I, I and, and, <laughs> and when we say the the cape, apparently in this universe there's a comic book called The Cape okay. that Vince and his son Trip liked to read together. All right. So that's where he's stolen his new identity from is this comic book. And he shows up on on the landing and reads lines from the comic book to his kid. That he read you, at the start of the episode. <laughs> yeah, using his own fucking voice. And seriously... Ow, is, the is, kid could not figure out that this okay, is so his the, dad. So the kid's retarded then or something, yeah. right? Yeah. He's special. Well, his name well, his is name, Trip. Yeah. So, well, yeah. If it's a comic book it's based on, then it's only a matter of time before there's this an episode is, where the Hollywood executives attack him. And I'll tell you, this is my favorite sequence in the whole thing. Oh, God. So he's just like walking around, right? At one point, he's like, the cape no more. He's turned in the cape. <laughs> Already? But he still wants, yeah, he still wants to be a crime fighter. So he's just like walking around. He's obviously he's dead, so obviously his goddamn debit card doesn't work anymore. Yeah, right. And uh, just like finds a lair, just like finds a giant lair. Hey, here's Uh, a perfect lair. And just starts setting up like Wi-Fi and stuff. It's all free. The the Cape Cave. Yeah, the Cape Cave. Cape Cave. And he's he's fighting a guy that poisons people in the second part. The poisoner. Yeah, and um, he orders I don't know how and how he paid for it, but he orders like all this exotic poison. Like um, online, online, like like tree frog poison and shit like that, and he's poisoning himself, so he can build up to a tolerance. So he can build up a tolerance oh to iacane powder. Inconceivable. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. like, just watching, I'm just like, Charity and I were just howling. This sounds awful. Oh, it's. I, it, but I got it. Yeah. Now it's. I can't look away. There's a part where he gets chained up and thrown into a river. Oh God. And uh, oh, because he's a circus freak, he can get out of that, right? Oh. Easy. Right. Um, so he like. Yeah, they no, they throw him, the, and he's like, he's totally chained up, and he starts reminiscing about his family, and all of a sudden he just gets out of the chain. I was like, holy shit, Cherry, you see, he just reminisced himself right out of those fucking chains. Reminisced yes. right out of the chains. Yes, which would be one thing if we ever saw Keith David show him how to get out of chains, chains and yeah. stuff. But no, no, hmm. amazingly bad. So it's, but it's not to be confused with this comic book. Yes, no. called the Cape, right? based on a short story by Joe Hill, Stephen King's kid. Okay. This is uh, this is actually good. Yes. Right. Oh my God! I wish they had adapted it. Uh, so good and so dark. Carrie has to read it because you will love yeah, the ending of this thing. The ending right. will blow your. Don't look at it. Don't look at the end. God okay. damn it. <laughs> anyway, I encourage everybody to watch the cape while it's on. So you've you reviewed it. Such a pile of shit. You've you've agreed that it's good. 
A bad, it's, I mean? Yes, it's it's so bad. It's, it's bad good. good? It's sort yeah. of in the same way that I found Season of the Witch watchable. <laughs> okay. The new horror fantasy That's starring... Nick Cage doing starring, Monty Python and the Holy yeah. Grail, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah, he's in the Crusades. All right, uh, here's a review of the Spider-Man musical. By whom? By Glenn Beck. Oh, God! <laughs> yes! So His is an opinion that I trust. Absolutely. Does he encourage you to shoot the Greek goblin? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, now, now, was it someone on Facebook saw the, the musical review? Yes. And Would you like to hear her review? Lola yes. Binkard. Lola you, Binkard. Lola, Lola saw it, and um, uh, her the, review was... The title of it, uh, the email she sent me, <laughs> Fuck You, Spider-Man. Ooh. Uh, oh, sweet dinosaur Jesus. Spider-Man, turn off the dark. Rape my eyes and ears. Why, Shannon? Why did I do that? Well, at the rate that they keep delaying it, uh, he'll never turn off the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been delayed again. <laughs> it was going to be February. Inconceivable. And now it's delayed until March 15th. The Ides of March? The oh. Ides of March. They're, they're, they're trying, That's a good omen. They're trying to delay it till I have time to get out there and see it. <laughs> here's Thank the, you, sirs. Here's the thing, though, is that you, c- you can still see it, but it's that preview stuff. And it's selling out every night. Well, yeah, because people because to see someone die. Yeah, exactly. Like NASCAR. They're waiting for the yeah. crash. Yes, that's exactly Come it. On. Yeah. Well, they're also rewriting the ending, adding some stuff to it, taking some stuff out. So it'll be a different show. The one that Glenn Beck saw will be a different show by the time it opens. Oh, it's just been delayed again. I'm sorry. <laughs> just, Did um, it make Glenn Beck cry? Probably. Here's what he said. Give a kidney to go see Spider-Man. I'm telling you, mark my words, it's being panned right now. Nobody's saying good stuff about it. I'm telling you, go buy your ticket now. And half his listeners ripped out a fucking kidney right when he said it. Yep. Because when this thing opens and it's starting to run, you will not be able to get tickets for it this year. This is history of Broadway being made. I sat next to the casting director and I said, you, sir, are a part of history. (sighs) Vote Republican. (laughs) Beck praised the show for its kooky portrayal of scientists who are preoccupied with global warming. Yes, even he he can find a political message in anything. In Speederman. Uh, it says, uh, and in addressing those critics who have panned it, well, Beck adopted a mock French accent, the better to deride them as snobs <laughs> who refuse on snobby principle to recognize a show featuring rock music. You know, like critics have always snubbed shows sure. with yeah. rock music. Like, like Tommy. Like Tommy, Jesus Christ, Christ Superstar, Superstar Jersey Hair. Boys. Yeah. Uh, you know. And because it's a comic book character, that it cheapens the theater. So he did his ho 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 franchise. That's why they don't like it. It's not real theater. Ho 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 ho. Yeah. So critics have been fine with shows like The Lion King. Or look at Avenue Q. It's a Muppet yes. show. Yes. So anyway, uh, but uh, he uh, he's he's very excited about it and and wants you to see it. He wants you to see it right away because apparently not only has it got a message about global warming in it and about how it's a sham, but there's also apparently. The atheist gets a comeuppance in it. Uh, oh, well, 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 I have a theory. I have a theory. Yep. I want to know how m- many millions Glenn Beck's dumbass put up to, to try and help 
this troubled production. <laughs> Ulterior motives is what I'm claiming from this disingenuous fucktard. Shenanigans um, is what you're claiming. Can I use our digital platform to sure. please uh, encourage one of our more uh, unstable listeners? Yes. To uh, light Glenn Beck on fire and hey. kill him. <laughs> please. I, I beg you. I don't think we have any uh, that many listeners in uh, near Glenn Beck that could do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, hmm, uh, hmm. Oh, this this. If you like the cape, I think you'll like this show, Shannon. Oh well, then I'm gonna love it. Uh, Pac-Man, the reality what? show. <laughs> How much can you eat? Waka 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 waka. Hi, I'm Pac-Man, and I'm fucking starved. <laughs> Please to explain because my mind cannot wrap itself around this concept. It is Pac-Man, the reality show. <laughs> I can yeah, see that a, working for all of maybe six it's a guy, minutes. A guy in a yellow sweater and a bunch of girls in red, blue. Oh, I, I, no, hold on. I want to hear about this. Maybe, maybe three that. segments where the guy walks around eating things, gets scared by some ghosts, <laughs> and he meets a nice girl with a bow on her head. They walk around. They eat some more shit. The Giant end. cherries float by. I would, <laughs> but, but the ones who spurn him, he eats magical fruit, and then he can consume their bodies? <laughs> I don't fucking get it. All kinds oh, of so it's a thoughts show. come to mind. It's, uh, I'm sure Glenn Beck will love it. Um, Merv Griffin Entertainment. Merv Griffin. Merv Griffin. It's a game show? Developing a Pac-Man reality series, which will follow... Now, this, this is something that somebody wrote. Which will follow <laughs> Pac-Man as he grapples with fading celebrity and the changing face of technology, his unfulfilling and occasionally contentious relationship with a marriage-averse, emotionally cold Ms. Pac-Man, and his days being haunted by the ghosts of his misspent youth who are trying to eat him. No, that's not... Somebody wrote that. That was funny. No. Uh, it's a... Described as a big, crazy, wipeout style show. Oh, good. Meant to bring what is essentially the world's biggest game of tag to television. <laughs> so it's <laughs> so going to get different teams that dress up in giant foam Pac-Man suits and chase things around. I think what you got is like those uh, Japanese game oh. shows, you know. Waka, 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 and you'll have a maze, and there'll be a guy who is... It, who is Pac-Man. And they're going to get real ghosts to come and chase And there's ass. a camera right above you know, it. Like it looks yeah. like the board. Yeah, it'll look like boop, the board. Boop, boop. And he'll, you know, <laughs> have to chase people through. And that sounds there's stupid. Also but a, if he gets caught, they kill him on TV. There's also uh, a, re- there's a reality show set about this plumber who takes psychedelic <laughs> drugs and chases monkeys around with a hammer. I would now, I would watch that yeah. one. What about like, G- I got big, I need a star. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if, especially if the monkeys throw barrels at him. <laughs> what about Joust? I'd watch that one. <laughs> yeah, just fighting ostriches show. around everywhere. Nice. We need some Fucking fighting on ostriches. Ah! How about like Pitfall? That's easy to do. Oh, look, I got to jump on an alligator's head. You want that cash over there? Swing over that pit. Frogger. Oh, I got to jump on another. I oh, fell God. in a pit. You we, do Frogger on the, do uh, Frogger. In the interstate in L.A.? And have yeah, just run they, they did that on Seinfeld. They did. With George Costanza pushing a Frogger machine. Ah, so good. And I think that that scene in Seinfeld is why this show will never see the light of day. Is this Jerry will ask for some uh, royalties? No, what they'll do is they'll shoot a pilot, and someone in the screening will go, yeah, I saw this on Seinfeld. (laughs) Seinfeld did it. And and then... (laughs) And that's what will happen is you'll never see this show on television. You, you've that's seen the pictures of Ron Jeremy in the Mario outfit, right? Yeah. I do. Like, think about the idea, though, of changing every week to a different game. Burger think, time. What? Ooh, Burger, Burger time. time. Burger time. Beer yeah. tapper. Yeah. Paper boy. Paper boy. Crazy crazy you climber. I mean, where are you going to find a giant bird to shit on a guy climbing up a building? Cubert. Right. Cubert. Oh, yeah, Cubert the movie. Cubert the show. These are all better ideas, <laughs> I think. 
Marble Madness. <laughs> marble and, Madness. And, and oh, it's marble, and it goes down you, a thing. No, no, you put them into it, one of those giant uh, gladiator rolly balls. That's yeah. Just, well, <laughs> actually, I, it's funny that you should and mention these giant pipe yeah. organs pop up out of the ground and blast the guy off Accidental a ledge, and he dies. <laughs> Accidental segue. How about oh. Missile Command? Yeah. Oh, the movie. Oh. oh, you know, all the kids in my class are... I've been asking. <laughs> Mr. B. Mr. B, when are they going to make a Missile Command movie? <laughs> when are you going to make a sequel to the Atari 2600 ET game? <laughs> Mr. B, were there video games when you were a child? Hey, let me tell you. I had these two things called paddles. And this Everything square was... would go back and forth between Pong. them. Everything was Pong square. Everything was square on the screen. In my day, if you wanted an RPG action adventure, you grabbed this arrow and you wandered around left, straight, left, right, straight, straight, left, right, straight, straight, right, straight, straight, left. He broke. Till you got to the yellow castle. <laughs> and then you killed the giant block dragon. We didn't have no round characters. <laughs> 16 bits? Hell, we wanted one bit. <laughs> Video games? You, were, you kids, you're spoiled with your Xbox. <laughs> with your corners. You and your used to have to walk miles in the snow to the arcade. My first video game box was as big as a television set. <laughs> and the television was as big as a refrigerator. Jesus Christ, you should have seen the refrigerators. You kids. <laughs> we lived in our fridge. <laughs> <laughs> They're big enough for a family of five. Fives, I tell you. Okay, Mr. B, I stopped listening. Um, uh, Every man was barrel chested. (laughs) And your blueberry friend is scaring me. (laughs) According to Variety. You're born with a paper route. I was. Fox is currently adapting Missile Command. Jesus Christ. Oh, of course they are. Uh, screenwriters Burke Sharpless and Matt Sazama. Sharpless, this is shit. Bring me back something gold. Yes, Burke Sharpless. They're the ones who brought us uh, the reboot of Flash Gordon and Dracula Year Zero. Uh, Wait, wait, wait. um, The the good Flash Gordon that we showed at No, not that one, no. Oh, the sci-fi one. No, the upcoming reboot that is on the way. uh, Missile Command. Missile Command. So, uh... Uh, they can do whatever they want with the story they've been told, but uh, so so well, I'm guessing. What fucking story? I'm my, guessing my, my dad, missiles are coming. I'm guessing there's gonna be missiles in it. <laughs> my dad's a butcher. What does your dad do, Timmy? My dad's a missile commander. <laughs> you know, I just I picture these writers at their uh, at their typewriter, which is like a framed picture of a pile of cash. And yeah. they're like, Okay, <laughs> missile right, command. Let's see, let's go. Scene one. <laughs> Let's see, there are three... Missiles. Those missiles don't have a commander. I'm the only man who can command that many missiles. <laughs> All right. There are three bunkers, so maybe there's three guys in each... And maybe they hate each other. Yeah. 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 I like where you're going, Kevin. I All don't right. know. I, I like this th- idea of this transparent th- green tank that just drives around shooting at other transparent Oh, you're crazy. It's tanks. the Futures Missile Command. You're crazy. Battle zone. Here's, here's how you do it. At the end of Act 1, Bunker 1 dies. And at the All end right. of Act 3, That's right. Bunker 2 gives his life for Bunker right. 3. And, <laughs> and Bunker 1 will be the one who comes, in, and that'll be Hugh Jackman. <laughs> and that's how we'll do it. Okay, you know, you know, send that off. You know what movie I'm going to uh, pitch? Uh, based on a game. What? Remember those games you used to have that you filled up with water? 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And they just flip around. When you, and, and you, you squeeze, squeezed it, and the, and and the, the loops, ball went around. The loops and the balls would I'm go. I'm pitching that shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make anything now. I'm gonna Basketball make a movie hoops. about that curved wand that had the little round disc with the pole on it that it's you could just uh, make go back and forth. It was called Air Tricks. There yeah. you go. And I had it. Why what not? about <laughs> what about the little monkey and you squeeze the button it swings around on? Did you make yeah. a movie? Oh, about there that? you go. Sure. I'm gonna make a remake of Labyrinth, but it's just gonna be a ball rolling around a maze or a ball in a cup. The movie with David Bowie singing through the whole thing. And that ball can go around. So <laughs> <Saw> my baby <laughs> ruled <laughs> like my baby could. Get your ball so in my Neil cup. Diamond. I, I, it's, right. it's actually, Neil Diamond should do the music for the Labyrinth so sequel. I'll sing it. There, there you right. go. <laughs> so anyway, there's that. I'm trying to figure out. Trying to figure out if I have any more. Uh, any more board shitty, game movie stories more about shitty news? about uh, I've got a lot of shitty news for you. Uh, Jesus Christ! Apparently, <laughs> uh, it's uh, oh here we go. Here's uh, the battleship movie. I have a report. Oh, on battleship! Well, while we're on the subject, giant pegs, shitty Wars. cruiser, hour twelve, shitty news, E four. It's uh, uh, <laughs> you know Peter Berg is directing it. Yes. Uh, the man who brought us uh, the movie that Doug Wright walked out on. Um, uh, uh, very oh, well, bad, very bad things. things. But 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 he also directed the rundown. He did. And and to be fair, we already have a sequel in the works. Electronic Battleship. <laughs> it talks. But <laughs> James Cameron has weighed in on the idea. Oh, thank God. Because well, the pegs could be in Lord 3D and Sager, now. James Cameron. Thanks, man. Yes. Uh, he he says that. Uh, uh, he thinks it's a, a bad idea. What's he talking about? I know. What an idiot. Uh, Cameron feels that the only reason sequels exist is because Hollywood is out of ideas. Yeah. And forced to reuse the same characters as storyline. I agree. By the T2 way, I'm sucked. working on Avatar 2. Yeah. T- yeah, T2, exactly. We, here's hey, what he oh, says. Oh, yeah. L- l- let me see. Your first big hit was Aliens 2. Yeah. But you're also doing Avatar 2, 3, and apparently a True Lies 2. Well, according to this, he shouldn't and probably won't. <laughs> but he will. <laughs> but he will. I think True Lies 2 would be awesome, especially we, if they reused the you know original it, cast. Here's what he says. We, we, we have a story crisis in Hollywood. Now they want to make Battleship into a movie. That's pure desperation. I don't know why, but I'm making him talk this way. <laughs> I like it. He sounds more intelligent. <laughs> Everyone in Hollywood knows how important it is that a film brand before it hits theaters. If a brand has been around, your Harry Potters, your Spider-Mans, you're light years ahead. And here's the problem. that These franchises become ridiculous. It's so goddamn so, dumb. So listen, Mr. Cameron, don't make Avatar 2 and 3. Yeah. Please. please. Because please it's ridiculous. Right? Okay. But Battleship is a ridiculous... I, it's a you know, stupid idea. To be fair, I thought the Rock'em Sock'em Robots idea was really shitty, I'll but I see that steel. trailer that for trailer Real Steel, looks and badass. I kind of, I, I get up and just fuck something. I can't, <laughs> I can't help myself. Like, ah! Oh, Lee, so stop excited. it. You're scaring the children. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah, popcorn sure. flying everywhere. It's you See, to me, that is the Rock'em Sock'em uh, Robots movie. Oh, it totally I, I mean, it, it has is. to be. Yeah. Wasn't it originally? Didn't that how it gets started? It's I'm like, Rock'em Sock'em Robots with Hugh Jackman. Okay, what do we call it? Ah, Real steel. Yeah, there you go. All right. You're a genius. <laughs> I've got more video game movie. No, oh, for good because we need sake. more of those. Yeah. Listen, we'll wrap things up here with this. <laughs> uh, every, uh, you, uh, they had this uh, realism tinged Mortal Kombat uh, finish him uh, pitch that was uh, all over the internet. The last short film. I, the I short seen film. it. That was badass. It was good. It was, it was pretty good actually. Well, they of course took it around to Hollywood. Hollywood didn't get it. So what they're going to do, though, Warner Premiere, they, they're, they're like, well, we'll see. Here's how they <laughs> test things now. Uh, a 10-episode web series hmm. that they're going to do. Okay. Uh, Major Jackson Jax Briggs will be played by Michael Jai White. With his metal arms. With his metal but arms. Dynamite. 
They're going to start shooting in Dynamite. February uh, in Vancouver, uh, written by uh, Rebirth director Kevin Tankar. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a bunch of people you've never heard of. The fighters include uh, will be uh, Chang Sung. Nice. Chang Sung's the old dude that yeah. arranged the tournament. Ponytail and can morph. All right. Liu Kang. Liu Kang. Who's he? Fire He's out of his hands. Fire out uh, of his uh, hands. Uh, no, I'm thinking John. He's kind of like Bruce Lee, basically. Right. Okay. Durak. Uh, he's a big orange dude, isn't he? I don't, I don't know. know I made that shit up. That's not, that's not King Koopa. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Or, or Wario. Uh, Sub-Zero. He makes cold. He, sure. <laughs> He's a refrigerator. Scorpion, He's a, scorpion, 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 scorpion. refrigerator. All right. Scorpion, uh, scorpion, 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 scorpion. Cabal. I don't know Cabal. Cabal. But, I know the name. I, but I do know Katana. Katana. Uh, yes, Katana. Blades. Slash Melina. Yeah, She's in it. Scorpion. And Scorpion. Finish and him. And if you Get over scorpion, here. That means, well, they had Reptile in the in the original web series that they did. Oh, the the yeah. web yeah. short, they had Reptile no. showing. Okay. So. Uh, what it says is... Uh, um, uh, the plot uh, will delve into the supernatural. Shao Kahn and Shang Tsung are rumored to be gods from an alternate dimension whom the combatiers must defeat. And Christ- Christophe Lambert is reprising his role as Raiden. So. <laughs> that's, that's right. So that will be on, French. on the line probably toward the end of the year, I would think. Ten well, episode web series. So. Yeah. I'm, All right. I'm, I'm, so there's I'm a little some, excited about that, actually. Well, video did you games. say that's uh, Warner Brothers? Yes. Doing Warner oh, Premier. So if they want to test a web series to see if they can make something gritty and uh, and dark work, uh, maybe set in an existing franchise, maybe involving a cop doing Gotham undercover Central, investigations. Gotham Central, Gotham Central. I, I think Gotham Central is the way to go. <laughs> it's never going to happen. Yeah. I Let the dream die. I won't <laughs> let the dream die. As long as there's a dreamer, the dreamer This is the Martin exists. Luther King episode, and we have a dream. Yes, uh, we do. Oh, the Martin Luther King episode. Let's let's end on that because uh, I want you to uh, to run out and and get this episode oh, of Captain God. America. I don't like it specifically for the Martin Luther King element of it. This is issue three of a five part miniseries. Don't like it. And uh, <laughs> what it is is uh, it's sort of a retelling of his origin. Mm-hmm. Don't like it. Yes, um, Mark Wade sloughed <laughs> off forty years of Captain America continuity and brought the iced out iced out Captain America into modern day. Mm-hmm. And I'll admit, the first issue kind of made me bored. Yeah, it's getting better as it goes, and that was the, that's been the best issue of the book so far. I'm so uh, Cap wants to go back in time and read Richards and says, "I can, I can do that. You can go back and say, Bucky, yeah, I can, I, you, I, you, I can you, do you, that. Use Doctor <laughs> Doom's time platform." Yeah, and uh, so Tony Stark is trying to convince him to stay, mm-hmm. and uh, so he takes him to the uh, Air and Space Museum. <laughs> and they uh, uh, they sit down and they watch the MLK speech. Where they basically nice. fuck all of the Captain America continuity in its ear. Pretty much, but... Bastards. Yeah, so what? Uh, but uh, here's <laughs> Cap, you know, Cap watching the MLK speech. Uh, <laughs> so so there's your MLK content for this, for there this episode. There's another one, too. Oh, there Paul, is? Paul Greengrass is making a Martin Luther King movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> be, because as we all know... A uh, Martin Luther King movie needs nothing but fucking jitter cam. <laughs> oh God! Because that's all that guy can do. On he also said that he's going to do it in his later years when his marriage was falling apart oh. and he was drinking a lot. Oh. Like, oh, what a way to represent him! Yeah, yeah. that's that's not going to end well. That's not. Uh, I, well, I know how it ends actually, but yeah. Uh, no, oh, that's scary. No, that's that's going to be. Yeah, he's going to get hate mail and. Uh, oh sure. Oh, yeah. I oh I don't think it's going to get made. Is what I think's going to happen. Uh, you're probably right. Yeah. That, Especially yeah. with Matt Damon playing MLK. Oh, oh he, he, he's good. I, <laughs> he, 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 either that or he will change. He'll change change the title to Prometheus, and it will no longer be Martin Luther King. 
It'll and, be set in an alternate reality where and, the whites uh, were the slaves. Well, and and, and while we're talking about, because I was wondering who would play the, the uh, Martin Luther King, I was. Uh, I like Matt Damon. You like Matt Damon? <laughs> I just read this morning that uh, uh, it's official. Halle Berry is going to play Aretha Franklin. Oh uh, God! So I hope. Ah. I hope that she does her own singing. The Raging Bull and and gains Tons the weight. I want her to gain the weight. <laughs> I love looking at Halle Berry, but I want her to gain the weight. I'd like to watch Halle Berry get hit by or a just, train. Or she'll ask Martin Lawrence for a fat suit. I was going to say, she gives one Eddie Murphy's suits. Can I wear them big mama suits? Eddie oh. Murphy. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's wrap it up. Do we have anything we need to... Uh, Got a, I did my pimping during the show. Got a few so. uh, Blu-rays and DVDs that are coming out. Yes. Um, tomorrow, uh, Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. which is a, an Australian kind of a... Crime thriller. Crime thriller. Really good. Um... Jackie Weaver was my choice. We're not the Oscars yet, but I think she should win Best Supporting Actress for it. Mm-hmm. The most creepy mother role I've ever seen in my entire life, where she basically puts a hit out on her grandkid. So good. Uh, another one, it was actually one that Vice and I had forgotten about called Lebanon, mm-hmm. which is a war film that takes place inside of a tank for the Do- entire film. DOS tank, yeah. essentially. DOS tank. So good. And then Justified Season 1 comes out. Which Woot! Yeah, which I fucking love that show. Uh, it's a good show. Ba- ba- based on an Elmore Leonard short story and characters he created. <laughs> uh, Timothy Oliphant, uh, b- between that and Deadwood, th- this is the type of character he should play all exactly. the time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the charming redneck. <laughs> yes. I like it. He would have been anything? a terrible Iron uh, Man. He would have been awful as that, yes. I have an odd request. Yes. Uh, if you come to Geek Show events yes. and that I'm at... Like uh, uh, the pub quiz and movie nights? pub quiz or movie nights. Um, if people could bring, uh, this is so weird, box tops for education, just cut those off of your... Uh, like the breakfast cereal breakfast kind of thing? Breakfast cereal, and, I think Ziploc has them. Uh, uh, and what else? Some fruit roll-ups so and stuff? I thought milk caps had those too. A lot of, a lot of milk caps, yeah. uh, Yo'Play caps. Yeah. No, Yo'Play is oh. doing uh, for breast cancer If you could just uh, now, take a second, <clears throat> clip those, throw them in a thing, and bring them to me... Uh, Charity's trying to get a smart board for her classroom. And oh, cool. We could use it to yeah. buy that sometime. All right, there you nice. go. Uh, bring those to uh, the Big Shiny Pub Quiz on Wednesday nights at Lucky 13. And movie night, which is... January uh, 28th. You asked for it. This is the... Uh, now, what are we showing again? This is the possibly the most dreadful pairing of films we've oh. shown. <laughs> but, but you asked for it. I put this out on the Facebook, and people responded very yeah, positively this. to it. We're showing the worst <laughs> Superman movie. Superman for the quest for peace. Oh, so bad. I own it, though. Yeah. And and a, a movie that uh, was one of the first things I reviewed for the Deseret News, and I took Carrie with me to the screening, Batman and Robin. Oh, oh yeah. Jesus, what a hunk of shit. I like the way he dries his clothes. <laughs> yeah. Robin dries his clothes. So uh, help me remember who the villains are in that. That's Poison Ivy and it's Schwarzenegger. And, and, Arnold, and yeah. Schwarzenegger. And, and Bane. And Bane briefly shows up, There's too. There's your drinking Free. game. Anytime, they, sh- anytime they, Schwarzenegger makes a, uh, fr- a cold... Oh. Uh, Everybody in a so, cool It's still so Everyone. sad, though. The worst, of, the worst of the, <laughs> of the uh, mid-range, what we'd call the, the Silver Age of Batman movies. Uh-huh. And the best Batman in it. Yeah. yeah, Clooney. Clooney was so good. He got ripped off. He, he was screwed. Clooney. All right. Uh, anything else before we go? No, go with God. Make Tony? good choices. I have a uh, video game review. Oh, uh, do you like want to save that for the next episode? I can save that for the next episode. Let's do that, because uh, I, I do want to get this uh, uh, terrible oh, J. Jonah Jameson uh, guy on the end of this show and not make it too long. Okay. On the next episode, though, I will be reviewing uh, World of Warcraft. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. Oh, good. <laughs> good. I've been looking forward to that what's, for a couple what, of weeks now. What's the game you're going to review? 
Uh, infamous. Infamous. Okay, we'll get and, to that. And, and I will re- review ColecoVision. Nice. <laughs> and I'll tell you how you uh, Xbox Connect will put you on your ass. Oh, <sighs> really? Oh yes. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to face off? I got a PlayStation Move. We can. We can talk about Dan Central, buddy. Right. I won't play dance. I'll, I'll, I'll kick your ass in uh, Final Fight. Lights out. In cataclysm. Me and Danny Trejo. In cataclysm. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Scott Pierce won't be with us for the next couple of episodes either. He's uh, he's TV off doing tour, TV yeah, press tour. But uh, I know in the next episode, uh, Jackie Cashian is going to be joining. She's a comedian. Yay! And uh, she also has her own geeky podcast. She has and, a fun and, podcast. And, and, yeah. I, uh, so, I listen to it. It's good. So she'll uh, she'll be joining us in the next episode. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, end this. Don't forget the episode with Jay Jonas stand in. Yeah. Man, I'm so important. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I'm getting Rutger Hauer for uh, Sundance, but He's anyway. Good at standing. Right. Uh, ask him about wedlock. Wedlock? No, de- it's called Deathlock. Is it de- Deadlock? Deadlock. Yeah. Okay, because it was it's a remake of Wedlock. Wedlock. Because <laughs> no, because right. people have the Wedlock device where if you get more than 50 feet away from yeah, each other, your heads explode. Yeah, I right? love that movie. And big fat Rutger Hauer had to run down like 10 flights of stairs to keep up to with chase the lady an elevator. That, yeah. <laughs> what, was, what was it? Blind Fury? That Blind, was Blind Fury. Fury, where he's the samurai. The POW yeah. samurai. To me, that's the Daredevil movie, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, anyway, all right. God, it would be much better than the one they made. All right. Uh, thank you, Sh- uh, Shannon. Oh, yeah. Take uh, us out. Uh, dream more ham. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, fine, fine sponsor of the Geek Show Podcast, geekshowpodcast.com. And uh, we're here, I'm here, uh, Carrie, with uh, Jeff and Jimmy. And uh, Jimmy is a big Tron fan. And so we're going to introduce Jimmy to Dr. Volt's comics because of the new Tron comic book coming out. So what you need to do, Jimmy, yes. first of all, go down to Dr. Volt's at 2043 East, 3300 South. Walk up to the front desk and, and say, Geek Show says hey! At which point they'll reply, hey to Geek Show. Now, you don't have to do that to open a hold no. at Dr. Volt's, but it would be nice. Now, uh, you open a hold, it's free. <gasps> they give you a number. And you say, I want all the Tron comics. Yes. Give me, give me, give me, give me. And they'll get them for you. Yes, yes. by hold they mean they hold the comics Mm -hmm. when they come in on Wednesdays that you've ordered. In other uh, places it's called a pull or things like that. But uh, it's it's no charge at Dr. Volt's, which is also a special thing. Dr. Volt's comics also uh, gets in uh, toys, action figures, uh, T-shirts, posters, games, all that stuff. Uh, You know, whatever. Mexican Coke. Yes, and the Mexican Coke is probably the most popular. 2043 East, 3300 South. And you can buy Geek Show T-shirts there. Geek Show says hey to Dr. Volt's comics. Everybody, it's Lee George Cade, geek show panelist and one half the creative team behind Grimleys.com. That's where you'll find an entire world of monsters and weird little creatures my wife and I, Rachel, make. Each and every Grimly is hand crocheted, hand painted, and 100% awesome. We make everything from sea monsters to mer monkeys, and we don't stop there. We can make a custom Grimly of just about anything, so the next time you're struggling with what to get geeky Uncle Ned, how about a Grimly of him in a truck costume? Grimleys.com also checks out all the coolness coming out of the Rebel Craft scene. Come check it out. That's G R I M M L E I G H S dot Oh, yeah, make sure to friend us on Facebook. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Kevin Loomis, who I, I assume you are in New York City, right? I am in New York uh, and uh, getting up early just for you guys. Oh, early? Well, listen, you go to sleep ten. right after this call. Okay. Isn't it after 10 o'clock yeah, in the well, morning? You know, actor's hours. We uh, you know, you don't go to bed till 2 or 3. So, right, you're not supposed to be up until 1 or 2. Hey, diddly-dee in actor's <laughs> life for me. So so how are the, uh, you know, we hear all of this stuff about, uh, by the way, uh, Kevin Loomis is playing uh, J- Jonah Jameson in Spider-Man the well, Musical. Well, actually, I'm not. Oh. What, what, what? Um, 
but close. I'm I'm uh, Michael Mulheron's understudy. Uh, I understudy uh, JJ, okay. and I also understudy two other actors that play uh, Peter's uncle Ben and Mary Jane's uh, drunken lot of a father, and then their various tracks throughout the show. So I cover three guys, but but my main guy is uh, JJ. Okay. And then, and then does that mean you're you're but you're in the show every night, right? Doing. Uh, singing in the chorus and I'm that not. sort of thing? I come in and uh, mm. sign in and go to my dressing table and uh, and wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to the theater for rehearsals, and I go to the theater uh, every evening or every performance, but I'm just on standby in case uh, someone uh, leaves or gets sick or gets hurt or... N- needs a vacation whatever. or what? Have yeah, you... Ha- have you, have you a, it's kind of a strange beast. Have you had the opportunity to do the role yet? No, I haven't. I know Michael's going on vacation the first week in May, and I'll be doing uh, Jameson that week. And uh, as far as any other emergencies, uh, knock on wood, nothing's happened yet. Well, so, there. Uh, well, I now the play hasn't officially. I live in abject fear that I'll be thrown on stage at, at any. Now point. the play doesn't officially open until next month, right? Right, February seventh. We've. Uh, they originally were supposed to open in December, and then they pushed it to, uh, actually, today was going to be our, our next mm-hmm. opening, yes. and now it's February 7th. But you've been selling out with the, the preview showings uh, every night. We have. In fact, it was just noted uh, in the New York Times yesterday, for the first time, uh, I think we outsold by $58 or something, uh, Wicked, which yes. is always the number one box office draw every week when they post the grosses, and uh, we're actually doing better than them. So, yeah, we, we've been selling out during previews, which I'm I'm surprised, uh, but... Uh, I am not surprised. Well, now you've mentioned, you mentioned... I mean, I'm not surprised that they like it, but I'm surprised that, that you know, we are doing 100% capacity. Now, you mentioned the, you know, you say, you know, knock on wood if some, something happens. So there, there, there are a lot of stories associated with the the, the musical in New York of people getting, uh, getting hurt. Uh, is this is this is this overblown? I mean, it's it's true that people have been hurt, and and it's a kind of a, a spectacular and dangerous show. But is this getting blown out of proportion a little bit? Do you think? A bit. I mean, I receive emails from people like, are you, are you okay? Is everything <laughs> fine there? You know? But I think, A, we're under such scrutiny, uh, this being the beast that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, I mean, accidents do happen on other musicals. I mean, I think Wicked had an infamous uh, accident. I know, like, Cats, even, Starlight Express. Well, that was a very uh, dangerous I mean, show. Uh, accidents happen. It's just, it's just, you know, what... what yeah. For people who don't, for people who don't know, Kevin, that also, it, they're you know they're doing technically uh, things that haven't been done before. So mm-hmm. I mean, if there is, even though things have been planned out to to great extent, I mean, there's always uh, a possibility of error, which is what happened with uh, Chris Tierney's uh, accident, which was probably the most publicized of all of them. Give give people an, an idea, paint the picture, if you will, of what sort of uh, dangerous and, and spectacular things are happening in the theater when Spider-Man the Musical is going on? Well, I mean, there's, there's I think, 27 uh, aerial and or, you know, stunts that the Department of Labor and Actors' Equity had to sign off on. 
and a lot of them uh, have to do with Spider-Man flying over the audience, uh, Green Goblin flying over the audience, maybe 10 or 12 feet above the audience's head. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a kind of an Act 1 finale where uh, Green Goblin and Spider-Man are actually uh, battling it out over the audience's head. Wow. Uh, riding on the Green Goblin's cool. back for a while, and they're duking it out. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's uh, flying from, from one set of the wings to another side of the stage. Um, uh, so, I mean, yeah, there's, uh, there's stuff that goes in and out of trap doors uh, in, in, to a pit in the orchestra, uh, in the front of the stage there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, and there's huge pieces of scenery moving around. So, I mean, there's, you, just, you have to keep your, your wits about you. It's, it's spectacular, it's huge, it's dangerous, but not unprecedented. There, there, I mean, there are plenty of uh, uh, dangerous stunts that are done on, on live stage performances all the time. So, I mean, I, exactly. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm just. A, I, and I just like, and like I said, I think because we've been in, under such scrutiny with the media um, mm-hmm. from day one uh, on this lengthy process and this journey we're taking, I think it just, it's you know. It, it just pops up more. It seems like a day doesn't go by when there isn't a news story or. Yeah. Now, now I'm reading that. Uh, be, uh, I'm reading that uh, because of some of the problems uh, that uh, Bono and you, uh, Bono and the Edge, have come in to rewrite a few things. There's been a few rewrites on the story. Is, is that is that correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, that's Tweaking. what previews are for to see yeah. how things play out to see how the audience reacts, what is working, what is not. Uh, so, yeah, we continue to work. I mean, we rehearse all day, and then we do the, do the show at night. So, I mean, things are continually being uh, fine-tuned, reworked, rewritten. Um, I, I mean, that's just a day-to-day process, and that'll prob- the show probably won't be frozen until right before... Uh, we open. I mean, it's it's been a long, long journey. I mean, I think Julie's been working on this eight years plus. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's how long. Is it Julie Taymor? Julie Taymor. Yeah. Uh, now. Taymor. Yeah, the director. So. Um, so say. So, yeah, it continues to be tinkered with. Uh, I think we're. Uh, you know, the, I. That's what they're doing. Really, Bottom on the Edge came in last week, and they're going to be here throughout uh, until we open. So they're. They're working every day. So, so uh, you're you're playing every night to packed houses, and and we keep hearing about all these accidents. But how it, how when was the last time that there was a stoppage in the show? I, I mean, it's it's been well, you know. I think on Sunday's matinee we stopped once, and I, I mean the safety is of such concern that they have now built in the system that if anything, if the computer senses that anything is wrong with any of the wires on the on the flying procedures, there's an electronic stop. And so because safety is paramount and they've said that over and over again, they they won't mind the show stopping if if there's a possibility of something uh, of an accident happening. Oh. So I think even when it's up and running for, you know, however long uh, this will be, I think there's always the possibility the show could stop. And I, and the audiences don't seem to mind. I mean they always the, the the stage manager, production stage manager Randall comes on the mic and, and tells the people in the house they're going to have to hold for a minute. <laughs> He'll usually explain what's going on, you know. And the audience, when he says we're ready to go, they usually give a cheer and then off, we're off on the races. So, I I think it's just it's going to possibly happen throughout the whole run, 
but uh, but then there will go several shows without any sort of uh, flummox in the system. So oh, Kevin. I, I think that's just how it's going to be. Kevin, I don't know about you, but <laughs> give me one man, a spotlight, a spare stage, and a Shakespeare soliloquy, and that's all I need. <laughs> I don't yeah, need you. Yeah, but does that pack the house every night? I could, Kevin. I could. <laughs> I don't know if you could tell Bill's an actor. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. <laughs> Aren't we all? Uh, let's see. So, well, this is... Uh, now, Kevin, i got to ask you. You're playing the part of J. Jonah Jameson, the publisher of the Daily Bugle. Uh, do you wear the Hitler mustache? I'm him. Uh, okay, but do you, do you wear the Hitler mustache when you play it? Actually, they have him... They do have him in the, uh, the kind of... Uh, uh, the hairdo that you that you uh, associated him with, but they had not the little Hitler mustache. It's more of a regular regular mustache. mustache. Okay, mm-hmm. all right. I'm just that, curious. That was Carrie's biggest. That was most curious about. Well, that. No, I have several things. Uh, you know, speaking as stuff. as a geek, you know, uh, I can just tell you what the non musical theater community is saying about it. The the Spider Man fans. I think we need to go and see it for ourselves. Well, we do need to, and but uh, the the big problem that the geeks seem to have is. The villain Swiss Miss, who does not exist in the Spider-Man pantheon and has like a real bad villain name. I... <laughs> She's a cocoa. She kill you with hot well, chocolate. Do you know? Do you know where they get the name from? Well, I, I'm I'm reading that the geek chorus that appears creates her. How, how does that? How, what's her origin? Well, yes, she she is a creation of of Julie's imagination and the geek chorus. What the girl Miss Arrow. Uh, makes her up when they have this ugly pageant. And she is this strikingly tall uh, woman that is made out of all these different blades, like a Swiss army knife mm-hmm. name. So, yes, uh, she did make them up. But I'm assuming, you know, Marvel has uh, had their hand in this from the beginning, so I'm assuming that, uh, you know, they've obviously up. given the okay for this. So it's a new <laughs> villain. Who knows? Maybe she'll show up in a comic book in, in the near future. She has ninja stars for. Uh, what for, do you hear out there? I'm dimples. curious. Well, I mean, do you do you just the things well, you see on the news or no, my, the papers? Uh, or I mean, if you had anybody uh, you talked to from Salt Lake that's actually seen the show, or no, just we have of, yet to speak to anybody who has seen yeah. the show. I I do a, a podcast, Geek Show podcast, that uh, has been covering the the thing from the beginning. I initially thought ter- okay. I initially thought terrible idea. Then I went to Mexico and we saw at the uh, what was the name of that club Coco again? Bongo. The Coco Bongo. These uh, aerialists who were doing just as you described, Spider-Man and Green Goblin fighting over the audience. And I thought now if they can do that Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. If they can do that here and do it well, granted I was drunk, but it was great. Uh, <laughs> if they can do that in Mexico, <laughs> shots in the theater. Yeah, I came back uh, after this trip to Mexico and said, you know, I'm back on with the Spider-Man music. It could look really cool. It could look cool. Yeah. So, like I said, we need to see it for I, ourselves. I, it, to me, you know, you, I mean, it's a it's a great story. I mean, it's it's this you know young man's journey, uh, kind of this everyman, and I think it, I think the art works really well for a musical and. The music I find just achingly beautiful. Some mm-hmm. of the ballads are just incredible. So I, I don't know. I think it suits it well. I mean, there's been other comic book musicals in the past. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Superman comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was played up a bit more campy back yeah. in the 50s, I think. When uh, the, the Batman debacle, mm-hmm. and uh, but, uh, thank God Captain America I, never I, made it. I think this is going to... Well, well it's, you know, it's, a, it's got a great, I mean, it's a great pedigree with Bono doing music, and Julie yeah. Taymor is, is a genius, and, uh, and you see the stuff that Cirque du Soleil can do, 
So to me, that says, you know, you, if you can put all that kind of stuff together. Yeah. Well, honestly, with even with all of the controversy that's been out there, I predict that this thing's going to run on Broadway for a good four years, probably at least. And two packed yeah, houses. Well, I hope so. I mean, it's. Uh, I, I I think we are very close to uh, to realizing the full vision of of what this thing can be. And uh, I mean, if the audience's uh, reaction is any indication, I I I think that may come to a fruition. So I, I yeah, I hope for a long and healthy run. And All right. A great run. I, I and uh, it's exciting. I mean, even. Even though I don't get to get up and perform every night, I'm, I'm there in the thick of <laughs> we'll it. Well, tell you what, uh, give us a little, give it, us a little. Been, I mean, I've been in the business, a professional actor, for 25 years, and it's it's been one of the best roller coaster rides I've been on. Give us a little JJJ right now, so that you can uh, give us a, you know, give us a line here, <laughs> would you? Ah, uh, Parker, you don't eat. You call these photographs? <laughs> this right. Spider-Man musical's a menace. All right, hey, uh, for, give for Daily Teen in the morning, New York time. I mean, that's, that's you're fine. Good. Uh, give our uh, give our best to I, th- I understand you're friends with uh, Aaron Aaron Hyatt our our good friend in New York if you if you know Aaron I give... am I did uh, the producers out there at Pioneer Theater in Salt Lake right and that's over there uh, give her give her a big kiss for us and uh, thanks for talking with us Kevin my pleasure good luck and come and do come see the show we'll try thank you bye bye see Bye-bye. ya. I'm waiting for Bon Jovi's Incredible Hulk play. That's all. You shut up. <laughs> bon Jovi's Incredible Hulk. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you know, I'm I'm back and forth on. I think going. you. I think especially you need to see. I think it. just from curiosity standpoint, now I have to go. So I that think I we all need to go. So that I know what I'm talking about. We need a radio from hell trip to New York. I'm Julie Taymor. Uh, I it's it's only recently that I realized she was the behind you know the director, mm-hmm. she's she's no slouch. If anybody could pull it off, well, she'd be the one. And, and I'm sure she realized this. But as soon as you said Spider-Man musical, as soon as those words were uttered, trouble piled up on her desk immediately. She stuck with it though. She but here she is. So.